Good morning. Welcome to the daily Bible reading for Banding Together. This short overview of each chapter will provide fresh insight and context as you read the chapter, listen to the Holy Spirit, and walk in faithful obedience. This process, combined with gathering weekly in a discipleship group, will transform your walk with God and help you live on mission. So how will God speak to you today? Let's dive in. Well, hey, good morning. My name is John West, and today we will be looking at Psalm 12. So grab your Bible, grab a Banding Together journal if you have one, and let's dive into today's psalm. The title of Psalm 12 says it is for the director of music at the temple and is according to Shimoneth, which some scholars believe had to do with the appropriate tuning of a musical instrument like a harp. Uh, either way, this is kind of a popular title. And Psalm 12 is another lament to God. Now, to put this in perspective, uh, so far Psalm 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, 10, 11, and now 12 are all laments of David. Only Psalm 8 has been a psalm of praise. In fact, if we were to plot all 150 psalms on a chart, you would see that almost 70% of the psalms are laments. You know, today in most worship services, approximately 0% of the psalms we sing are laments. And I think it's safe to say that most Christians struggle when it comes to processing suffering and pain. But David did not. David did none of that. Instead, he cried out to God. And this is foreign to us. You know, for many of us, we hold in the pain. We hope for the best. We quietly throw up our hands. We're not sure what to do with it. We silently wonder why. And that's why the laments can be so instructive for us. They remind us that it's okay to cry out to God. It's okay to not have all of the answers. So how do you know whether a psalm is a lament? Well, laments typically appeal to God for some kind of deliverance from trouble or distress. The subject matter is often tied to suffering, the wicked, oppression, sin, disorder in the world. And the psalmist is often driven to question God and find answers. He needs God to answer. Well, in Psalm 12, David is speaking on behalf of the community. And he cries out in the first person plural. He uses words like we and us. Like Psalm 11, evil appears to be all around him. But in Psalm 12, David addresses a specific type of evil that is wrecking the community. It's creating havoc in society. Here's what it is. Lies, deception, confusion, and flattering speech. These lies and deception have created such confusion, especially among the poor and marginalized, that people are feeling oppressed under the weight of deception. Evil people have this uncanny ability to twist and control language and the narrative, and they do it proudly. Verse 4 says, We will triumph with our tongues. We own our lips. Who is our master? Well, it doesn't take long to recognize how this psalm applies today. Perhaps the most obvious result of deception, lying, and confusion is the redefining of words, the sexual perversion that is so prevalent in our society. The deception is so complete that we, we see verse 8 lived out among us. David says, the wicked freely strut about when what is vile is honored among men. At the end of the song, Yahweh says, 
I will arise. I will protect them. And in contrast to the deception and empty words of women and men, Yahweh's words are flawless, like silver refined seven times. They're perfectly pure. God's word is perfectly pure. We live in a confused, manipulated world where evil is called good and good is called evil. And this psalm cries out to God for truth in the midst of confusion and for God to set the record straight. Today, as you take extra time to read this chapter, listen for the Spirit's voice and then turn to a fresh page in your journal and use the soap process of scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And then don't forget the final S. Share with someone else how God spoke to you today. Thanks for joining us.